Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're well on this uh, cold but uh, beautiful Fresh. Sunday morning. Fresh, I think is the word. That uh, that voice is Sally Ann Haywood. Good morning. <laughs> morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, From Bath last night. Bath, Bath. Sorry, it is Bath though. <laughs> bath. <laughs> well, that's, it's going to be a long show. <laughs> it, always make, it always makes me laugh when I see it in my diary. So it's, it just, if you were just flicking through, you'd be like, Oh, cracky, bath. It's just like on a Sunday night. He's having a bath. Uh, and you were there last night doing a show? I was. Great. And you're in uh, Stockport tonight? Heat Apparently. And more. Heat yes. and more, yeah. I've told I've let her know where it is. That's in Stockport. Uh, two gigs tonight. Cracky. And, and you fitted us in, in oh, the middle. This is the best bit. <laughs> yes. This, I can see that you're up for it. Yeah. You'll be fine. Luckily, we wake up together here on, oh. on this show. Uh, not literally. Uh, but uh, there'll be people now just suddenly... Getting out of bed, getting on with their day, uh, finding out what people do at this hour of the morning is one of my favourite parts of really? the show. What are you? Are you a morning person generally? No, not really. No, no, no I'm not even going to pretend to be. <laughs> no, I'm not going to put. On I mean, I, I believe you. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're looking at me. At, yeah, the, the mouth hasn't shifted towards even straight yet on me yet, has it? <laughs> I'm the same. No, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I've never got round to being all right with the morning. I, I mean, think you've got to live with that, haven't you, after a while? You just go, I'm not even going to try anymore. I think so, yeah. And I think the problem for me is I have finished a gig. Like, even last night, I got back at 11 o'clock. I was only in Bay Cup in uh, Lancashire. Bay Cup. Bay Cup uh, which is was an, odd, was an odd place. Do so, they bake there? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I imagine so, because it's about 1972. It was, it's quite an odd place. <laughs> so I imagine they do do a lot of baking. Um but I got back eleven o'clock. I thought, oh great, I'm I'm, re- I'm ready. I can crack on now and get get to bed to get an early night. And of course, I didn't do that. What time did you go to bed? Like one, half one. That's silly, idiot. Yeah, absolute idiot. And for the whole time, I was like, why am I doing this? I think sometimes that's the only time that I get to myself. So I've got all day with you know kids and my partner, and then I've got a gig. And so it's just a bit of an hour at night where I think, oh, I get to just watch a bit of telly that I get to decide. It doesn't have to be animated. But you, it's easier for blokes to go to bed, I think, because you don't have to <laughs> you look confused. No, because you can just go, right, I'll go to bed, and you go to bed. Whereas oh, women go, but the reason that takes me ages is because I think, well, I've got, I've got to do the, take the makeup off, oh, I've I got see, to put the creams yeah. on there, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and, and then I brush my teeth. I just, oh, it's, yeah. uh, so I just put that off and put that off and think, oh, soon, soon, soon. That is annoying. I can imagine that that would be annoying. I, I mean, even with the brushing the teeth, I'm mm. like, well... I'm going to do it in the morning. Sometimes I just crack on, just get straight to bed, but it's not good. Why are we brushing our teeth, flasping at night and first thing in the morning? You're not eating in the middle of the night. Why yeah. do we do that? Well, I think if you spoke to a dentist, it's because of the plaque build-up through the night. Sorry to bring it oh, bring it to the genuine honesty of that. Oh, this is going to be a laugh of a show, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God, three hours of just... Bath, being, bath. Being factually pl- correct. Plaque, plaque. <laughs> you used to be a teacher, man. <laughs> I think I should have been. <laughs> So, as I said, as I promised you, uh, the things that people are up to this morning, um, just the different things that people do, I, 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 lo- I love it. Uh, so, if you're from about, do let us know. Uh, hi, Jason. I'm up this morning, this is Sarah in Colchester, to collect my husband from the airport as he's been working in LA for three weeks. She had to get that in. She didn't just she? had to name drop yeah. LA there, didn't, didn't she? Didn't need to. She didn't need to. No. She could have just said, I'm getting him yeah. from the airport. But no, fair enough, I'll take that. I wonder what he's been doing. Mm. I wonder what job he's got. Although LA's not, not quite the shiny place it once was. Uh, Bob Weatherall. Uh, Hi, guys. I'm up and putting the final shine on my medals before Remembrance Parades in uh, Great Cornered, Sudbury, and then Hadley as well. I imagine there'll be a, bit, a lot of that going on this morning. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, of course, yeah. people getting ready for uh, Remembrance Sunday Parades Do you think stuff. it's Brasso? Do they use Brasso on that? I think you'd have to, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think or a bit be. of... Is it toothpaste? You can use toothpaste on... <sighs> Can you? Sounds controversial. I don't know. I've never. I've literally never won a medal. I've never had to shine a medal. I'm I mean, just clutching at straws. At here. war or like, oh. you know, sports day. I mean, literally never. Not even at war. Not. I mean, certainly, definitely not at war. <laughs> sports day. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? When you, um, I was sort of thinking about this this morning on the drive in uh, about Remembrance Sunday, about that i that very idea that at some point the government just like there was people just getting on with their lives, and then some point the government was like. 
we've gone to war, we're having this war. And uh, and then further down the line, they went, oh, you need to, you're going to have to come and do this and fight. Like, just people doing their, like, our grandparents, our great-grandparents just went, because of that, I guess, that generation, they were like, all right then, okay. They yeah. just, like, cracked on with it. That's unbelievable. It. And the men went off to war and the women did certain jobs around their town which suited yeah. yeah they all everyone changed didn't they everything just stopped and changed Can and everyone... you imagine yeah. if yeah. they did that now there'd be people like i i do pilates tuesday so i can't yeah. do tuesdays and I, i've got five side competition a week sunday so i can't if as long as i can get back for that uh, i can totally be in this war thing i can totally <laughs> like it just <laughs> it just wouldn't work no but it would have to. Well, it'd have to, yeah. It'd have to. I and reckon, it did have to. I reckon, well, not that people would want to go to war, but I think no. deep down people would kind of go, oh, I haven't got to do Pilates anymore, lovely. Well, maybe. Maybe there's an element of that. I just find it fascinating. My, my nana, um, she uh, she made bullets for uh, for uh, for Lancaster Bombers. Wow. I know, amazing. And I look at this little old lady sat in a chair, like, watching the chase. Being all cute. <laughs> yeah, like knitting. And I yeah. Think, My God. Bullets. But actual Bullets. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. I know, imagine that. Amazing, amazing. So at 11 o'clock, of course, there'll be uh, a, a moment of silence here, a minute of silence here on uh, Absolute Radio, as there will be all over uh, the country. Uh, but feel free to uh, for join us this morning. If you if you go into a parade or something, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, I'm up, Jason. I'm up because I'm taking part in a remembrance parade this morning with the Royal Air Force Air Cadets. Uh, please wish 1913 Naughty Ash Squadron a fantastic day, and tell them how proud all the staff are of them. Naughty Ash, of course, uh, home of uh, Ken Dodd. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's... Do you know, I went to see Ken Dodd at a in conversation quite mm -hmm. recently. It's the only time ever. I went to the loo, and there, it was the only time I've ever seen this. There was, it was straight into the ladies' loo. Massive queue for the men's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because they didn't know when it was going to end. Yeah. She's about seven hours long. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. Even 90 age. years old, he's still he's still going for it. Fair play to him. Loves it. What a ledge. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I read this this week, that you can actually finally have breakfast at Tiffany's. Really? Yes, the New York uh, jewellery store uh, has opened a uh, little cafe. I didn't even know you couldn't, actually. But, well, it's a jewellery shop. Yeah, but, but yeah. I just presumed that there yeah. must be a little cafe in there. I mean, you can take your own, like a bacon butty or whatever, I guess, and, and go and have a breakfast at Tiffany's, but now officially you can. Now they've actually got a little cafe of their own. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's open 56 years after the film. Uh, it's called Blue Box Cafe, naturally, in honour of the brand's uh, famous packaging. Uh, the new eatery, which opens on Friday, is uh, an opportunity for customers at Tiffany & Co.'s Fifth Avenue flagship store, including foreign tourists, including. You mean it's for them? Yeah. Uh, who account for a big chunk of the sales to get a taste of the glamour, epitomised by Hepburn's Holly character. It's quite a lot of pressure on them, isn't it? It's got to be good, breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'll say that. What they should have just done uh, was just stuck in a harvester in it. Because they oh, do a cracking breakfast. They do. Or Premier Inn. They do a brilliant breakfast. They do Toby Carvery get breakfast gravy. Oh, yeah. And a Yorkie. Breakfast That's Yorkie. What they should do. Yeah. Don't mess around. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. James and Paddy the Plasterers from Newcastle been stuck at work in Glasgow since half by this morning, freezing cold. We can't feel our fingers, Aww, which I imagine you need. Yeah, for plastering. It's important. Plastering. plastering. <laughs> it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long day. Isn't it? Plastering. There's no, I, R, there's no R in it, is there? Yeah, it's, it's amazing how you know that it's get annoyed at how we pronounce words. <laughs> I was fine. Correctly. No, we're, we're totally fine with it. It's when we're corrected. Uh, no, I, well, I know, yeah, I suppose. Fair, yeah, fair play. I did, yeah, I'm the one that's coming in with me R's, aren't I? <laughs> it's true. You were quite happy, weren't you? I was fine. I didn't even notice it. With your bath it. and your plaster. Absolutely fine. And then fine. I just wandered in and took over. <laughs> my kids do it though. My kid, my children, and they're, they're from here. And oh, that's say, not right. They'll say like, so they'll say things like garage instead of garage. No, I say garage. Yeah, but I think it's from Peppa Pig and various TV programs. If they've ah. got a southern accent, the kids will pick up their accent. It's quite weird. Uh, Elaine from Scotland. Morning, Justin from the first of a five, of five night shifts preparing a curry for dinner. Now that's a Sunday dinner. That's nice curry for dinner. Oh yeah, I love a bit of I wonder that. Wonder what time her dinner is. Don't matter. Yeah. Don't matter to her, does it? She's on a night shift. Oh yeah. Oh, so oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh. It's all, all her days all over the place. Uh, Colin Elliott's in Glasgow. Quite a sweary text here. I, I, this is he's not a morning person. I've, I'll take some of the words out, <laughs> uh, but if I put a gap in, that's where you know it, it belongs. Going to work, painting a kitchen, Jason, as I will for the rest of my days, and then I'll die full of regret. Anyway, hope you're having a nice morning. <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think he does hope I'm having a nice morning. No, I doubt he does. And if anybody just started listening before you said I'll take out the words, they'd have thought you've got some sort of... <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Jace? What's yeah. going on there? Uh, 8.12.15 is the text this morning, uh, if you're up and about. Uh, you, oh, you saw you saw one that, that you quite liked, didn't you, from uh, Joanna? Yeah, her daughter's um, taking part in her first Remembrance Day parade with the Brownies, and I remember doing that. And I was I was I was the sixer of the sprites, I might add. Nice. And um and I had a really short brownie dress, really tiny. Mm. And my and I had to put a wreath of poppies on the war memorial. And all I remember my mum saying is, "Bend at the knees. Oh, Bend yes. at the knees." That's First a... time I was given that advice. <laughs> I was only about six. <laughs> Bless her. Uh, if you're up and about this morning, like I said, it'd be very nice to hear from you. We are about to approach our first subject of the morning, which is boring dreams. Okay, so uh, stick around for that. It's a hot topic. Uh, what else? Have we have? Oh, oh, we've had one of them texts in, Joe. We've had one of them texts. Playing mu- This is a, they've, they've gone. Playing music to listeners must be an inconvenience. To, uh, they've mentioned Frank Skinner for some reason to Skinner and friends. Play more tunes. What you've done, pal, is you've mistaken a radio show for Spotify. So <laughs> may I recommend uh, it's a cracking app and uh, you won't hear us interrupting your precious music. Where real music matters. Just arrived at Combat Zone paintballing for a day of fun. I'm the first to arrive, so I'm sitting in the car listening to Absolute Radio. That's how he's up to. Paintballing. Brilliant. One of the worst activities you could ever do on a stag do. I, I hated it, every second of it. I've never done it, but all I've heard is it's quite painful. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. I mean, actually shot. It's a ridiculous activity. It's messy, it's cold. Then you've got to wash, haven't you, afterwards? Oh, you're with just aggressive blokes, generally. Well, getting it all out of their system. Oh, trying God. to. Anyway, have a lovely day, Barry. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs> don't think of anything worse. Uh, my name's Scarlett. Today I'm driving down to Southampton for a table tennis competition with my dad. That's a long way to go, just for a... Is it just the two, yeah? Oh, maybe it's a big competition. Oh. Maybe that's what she means. Just her versus her dad. <laughs> right, today, it's me and you, table tennis, Southampton. Get in the car. Can we not just do it in the garage like we normally no, do, Dad? No, we're, we're taking this seriously, Scarlett. Get get in the car. Get the bats. <laughs> that's us. They're on the M3. So uh, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy that. Uh, now, last night, right, I, had, I sort of went, like I said, I went to bed a bit late. And then I had this weird dream about... Two o'clock. Now I'm not one of those people. I don't. I'm Dream. Not one of those people who likes to tell people about their dreams. I know there is people who do that. My mum does it all the time. She'll even ring you. Oh, I had a dream last night, and you were in it. I'm like, oh god, did I, I die? You died. Yeah, no. But like every time, I die every time in her dreams. So she has to phone you so to let you ring. know. Yeah. Or she'll like like something will happen. She's like, you were limping. Is it, is your leg all right? Oh, like she really does believe. She thinks that it's real. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sometimes my dad will. Um, wake up and uh, and my mum will be in a mood with him because of something that he did in her dreams. <laughs> She'll wake up and be like, morning, morning. What have I done? You know what you've done. Didn't do the hoovering. Yeah, <laughs> riding around on that unicorn while I did all the shopping <laughs> with your fancy woman. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, this was my dream. So dreams are for, it's a time for your brain to, you know, just be out, out of reality and mm-hmm. sort of do crazy things and fly or... You know, whatever. Yeah, a lot of flying. I do a lot of flying, yeah. A lot of flying or remove all your teeth or whatever the weird phrases, things that are happening in people's dreams. This is my dream last night. Three hours this dream dream lasts for. I couldn't find the the internet, the Safari icon uh, on my uh, desktop, on my laptop. Couldn't find it. Searched everywhere, typing in, just giving it, giving it the full light, you know, can't find it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it, Sally. That was oh, it. That, oh, no, oh. that's where the dream ends. Oh. I spent three hours in a dream state. I bet you didn't even find it either, did you? I don't even remember finding it. No. But yeah, the first thing this morning was open my laptop. I was like, oh, it was there. Oh. It's not even missing. 
Three, what a waste of a dream. What a boring dream. The most bo- I woke up bored. Yeah. From yeah. my own imagination. <laughs> my friend had a dream once. He was on a bus. He mm. was as a ticket inspector like they used to have. Oh, yeah. All, and anyway, he, he, was, he was my flatmate at the time and he came in in the morning and he went, I've just dreamt all night that I was clipping people's tickets. I feel like, oh. he said, I'm, I'm shattered. Yeah, it's like a full shift. Yeah, all night. Oh, no. 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 I can't be dealing with that. You should be allowed to get, you should be able to ring in sick to work or whatever after that and say, look, I've, I need I've another dream. actually worked all night. Yeah, 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 I need another dream. <laughs> yeah. What they should, what I feel like I should do now is do something today that I would do in my dreams. <laughs> Just to cat, just to make up for that rubbish dream. What are you going to do though? Pull all your teeth out. <laughs> I'm going to pull all my teeth out and go flying. <laughs> and I'm going to, and then I'm going to sit in an exam naked. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, uh, good luck, my old school. I'll see you in a few hours. <laughs> Matters. Sally Ann Hayward is my guest of the morning. Hello. And we're talking about wasted dreams. Mm-hmm. I don't mean you wanted to be a pilot and it didn't work out. I'm talking literally you went to sleep, dreamt about something so dull that you woke up and was like, that was a waste. That was an absolute waste of a dream. I dreamt last night that I'd lost the Safari icon on my laptop. I dreamt once that mm. I... Um that I, it was a sensible dream. I wouldn't call it a boring okay. dream. Yeah, I woke up and said, I've just had the most sensible dream. I dreamt that I lived in a part of Bristol where it's very difficult to park. Yeah. And I spent <laughs> quite a few hours. I'd got in from a gig. Yeah. I had a bit of cash in my pocket. It's a bit of a dodgy area. Mm. And um, I knew it was a dream because I had money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then I spent a few hours looking for somewhere to, going round and round. And then I woke up and went, and I was considering moving. I thought, well, that, and I know the area. I thought, well, I won't go there. So you, so it was actually helpful. Yeah, that's well, that's good. That's yeah. good that the dream helped you out, but still sounds boring. It was dull. Yeah, um, quite a few here coming in uh, on the, on Twitter as well. Uh, Craig in Leeds. Uh, I dreamt that I was dreaming. Oh, Whoa. oh, I lo- oh, I lo- oh! That's like a meta dream. I don't yeah. know what's going on there. Uh, Daniel Green. Uh, I had a full shift at work. Woke up, then had to go to work. Same job as well. Oh, that is. Li- I've put an overtime uh, uh, <laughs> request in. Yeah. Um, Plinkety plink uh, hey. on uh, on on Twitter. Somebody's name. I'm not, oh, I've, got, oh, I'm not, I've not gone mad. <laughs> Plinkety plink. <laughs> uh, I had a dream. I was being interviewed by John Bishop. Oh, mm, I've had that dream as well. But I think it was real. Yeah. Uh, all right, there, Jace. Uh, Chris Robertson. I once dreamt about going shopping in Tesco, being asked if I wanted a bag for life. I declined because I already had one. That was literally the dream. Oh my god! Why would our bra- why would our brains do this to us? Yeah. Oh, there'd be some reason for that, wouldn't oh, there? Yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why does the brain make you dream a boring? Dream? Boring dreams. Steve Mincher uh, had a dream that I got a parking fine. Spent the whole dream moaning and complaining to the council. Woke up not knowing if the appeal was successful. Oh, oh, how oh, frustrating! That's annoying. Isn't it? At least if he'd have been successful, he could have been woken up a winner. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jason. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I think what happened the other day to me, um, I, I was doing, uh, I did a little bit on uh, one of the local news stations, ITV in uh, Yorkshire. So this odd thing happened uh, last week where, and it sometimes happens, it's the magic of social media that can really, it amazes me every time it happens. So there was a guy called Jeffrey Long. Mm-hmm. He's an 86-year-old uh, former paratrooper. And he was raising money for the British Legion Poppy Appeal. Mm-hmm. And he ended up uh, deciding to walk 86 miles, a mile for every life, uh, every every sorry, every sorry um, year that he'd been alive, sorry. And uh, unbelievable. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do that now. That's, a, that's lovely. At my it? age, like, you know, so 23 miles. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so, I was clawing for the joke then in my know, little yeah. head. Where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> But it was amazing. And um, so anyway, what happened was this girl, Paula, um, met him on the train. Uh, he, they both had camouflage jackets on for very different reasons. She was, out, she was heading out for, a, for an evening uh, in her fashionable uh, camouflage gear. He was he wearing was. his actual former paratrooping uh, uniform. And, uh, and so she met him, got talking, which is so rare these days, certainly like down south as well, it was a London way. Wow. Uh, got talking, found out what he was doing. He was trying to raise a £1,000. 
I think he was on about 80 quid at the time and he only had a few days left. So she got all her mates. She started posting it on her social media. She got it up to about 300 quid. Somebody put it on my Facebook page and I get quite a lot of requests to try and retweet stuff and I try and do as many as I can. Um, And it just sort of got me. I thought, oh, that's a lovely thing to do. So I retweeted it and I said to my followers on Facebook, I said, look, it's it's half 11 now. If we all stick 50p in, by 12 o'clock, this guy will have got to his, uh, you know, his thousand pound mark. So I went on, a, it was on Halloween, actually. I was busy sorting a party out for the kids and all sorts of things. And uh, I looked at it at about three o'clock in the afternoon. It was up to 25 grand. <gasps> it's amazing, right? Uh, it's now on £120,000. Wow. Which is fabulous. And uh, and he didn't know about it. That's the That was the thing I loved because he wasn't on social what, media. <laughs> Why would he, yeah? How would he? He was doing his, and he was walking. Um, and he found out later on uh, that night and he said he was like, he, he was like, Oh. Moved to tears because he couldn't believe that it had, and it was lovely. It was a lovely thing to be part of, an amazing thing uh, to, for for him to to do. And then I went and met him uh, over in Yorkshire. I went on, on the way to, I say, on the way to a gig. I, I live in Stockport. I had a gig in Lytham St Anne's. I had to go to Bradford. It was not really on the way, but it was lovely to do. And I went over there, and uh, and he was great and just really so lovely and and, and amazing. You know, when you meet people who are doing proper things, yeah, yeah. and you're like. Not you pressed a button. I mean, I'm not, nothing against what you did. No, at all, quite. But you were like, yeah, literally. And then all of a sudden, all the money came in. And, yes. And and he's actually he's oh. actually doing the walking, and yeah. I just I just at 86. I just re did something on my phone, like nothing compared to what he was doing. Um, and that was that was wonderful and lovely, and it was an amazing uh, thing to do. And then you know the you know the internet like spoils things, mm-hmm. so they can make you and they can break oh, you. Yeah. So that was the that was the really good thing, and then we did this interview on local news, and I obviously so I've got me. I don't know what I, was, I think I was wearing a jumper. I don't know what I was wearing, whatever it was on the day, and uh, and he was in a shirt and tie, like bless him, you know, like certain people of a generation can't be seen without a shirt and tie, um, and obviously we had poppies on, you know, remember it's poppies, and then somebody posted uh, on my Facebook page about three or four people, you wearing your poppy wrong, oh yes, did you know this was a thing? How can how you can, just wear it. Exa- agreed. Exactly. Where, Apparently. Upside down. No, I was wearing it. I, I think I was wearing it on my right or left. I can't remember what now. Essentially, you're supposed to wear it, I on think, the other one. on your left lapel with the with the leaf pointing to 11. Yeah, I know. Oh. This is what people are saying. And I think it's, it's because the Queen has it like that. And when they sell like, the metal ones, they're like that. But I had a little look on the British Legion website uh-huh. and they say, as long as you're wearing one, we're not bothered. We don't, we don't care how you wear it. Quite we just right. want you to wear it. And remember, that's what it's about, isn't it? And also, they people fought for, not for us Freedom to of choice. Worrying about what side we're wearing a yes, paper exactly, puppy yeah. on. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird how that's gone. Do you think people are just... I wonder who started that? Well, the Queen. Well, yeah, but, but not if she started deliberately. it. No, no, she just <laughs> wore it. Because like, that's the way she yeah. likes to wear it. And because she's the Queen, everyone went, oh, that must be the way. Yeah. Like you do it, I guess. <gasps> she could do anything. Yeah, she could. She could. It's, a, it's the power she wields. Yeah. But I just, you know, I just think it's important to know out there, if anyone's, like, I mean, I'm watching BBC News now in the corner. Andrew Marr's got his, uh, you know, his on correctly, in inverted commas. The others, and the others are a bit all over the place. Just but the wearing one. And that's what it's about, isn't it, on this Remembrance Sunday? It's about remembering yeah. and also buying those poppies, donating. That's what it's about. The paper to, poppies. Not, well, not making the sort of everyone's got some fancy ones now. They're like brooches yeah, like and and you spend and a lot of money and then when once you bought one, you think, oh, I bought that for well, life. I, that, I do think that's a bit odd when you buy a metal one like for two quid mm. and then you've got it forever. Because mm. I think I thought that was the point. I thought that's why they made them a bit shoddily. Because like when you, every time you take your jumper off, it just like falls yeah. apart a little bit and you think, oh, I'll buy another one now. So that, do you remember when it was like you you would buy a poppy and sometimes you'd get one with a leaf on it. Yeah, well, that that one's got the, the, yeah, the fancy leaf. Yeah, but they didn't all use no, the leaf, did they? The leaf is a is a fancy, new, a new a new addition. Occasionally, you've in got the last a leaf. few years, there you go. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Hi, Jason. Just looking on my uh, on this day on Facebook. Three years ago today, we watched you in Yeovil. Flipping hilarious, she says. I've not even added that. That's what it says. Flipping hilarious. Flipping hilarious. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in Froome in December. I am on tour till next uh, oh. December. So if you want to... Uh, the, 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 the website has got all the details. Just jasonmanford.com forward slash tour. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, Say uh, that again. com forward slash tour. Brilliant. All the deets are there. All the deets. Um, and I won't be saying anything like deets. Uh, she's coming to Froome in December uh, on the same stage as we saw the Foo Fighters wow. earlier this year. I can't believe uh, either me or the Foo Fighters are playing Froome. But uh, we are. We do it. It's a good place for him. I've never been. Oh, it is. It's got never a been. Steiner school, or a, but a, a state-paid one. Oh, well, so they're that? all moving there. Oh, I think it's Steiner. Oh, it's the other one. What's the other one? Montessori. It's one of them. Yeah. That one where yeah. they just let the kids decide what to do. Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> We're going to see. We're going to have proof of that eventually. Yeah, what's I'm not happened? Sure. What's gone wrong? I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> Child-led learning. Not into it. But hey, it's just my opinion. I'm sure you'll tell me otherwise. <laughs> Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Told you the texts were going to come in about once yeah. I want to mention the poppy. Uh, I was saying there's no uh, wrong way to wear the poppy as long as you wear it. That's mm-hmm. that. That's the you know that's the thing. Straight away, someone's come in. You wear the leaf at eleven because that's where that's when the armistice was signed. Eleven at eleven eleven a.m. Nothing to do with how the Queen wears it, although she is correct. Somebody says now. I thought, well, I'm just going to have to go on on the British Legion website, britishlegion.org.uk, right? They say, how do you wear your poppy, they say. There is no right or wrong way to wear a poppy. It's almost like I read this before and knew the answer. It's a matter of personal choice whether an individual chooses to wear a poppy and also how they choose to wear it. This is quite interesting. Some wear it on the left side of the body as it's closest to the heart. That's quite a nice, uh, nice reason. While others suggest that men wear it uh, in their left lapel, similar to a, boot, a boutonniere, I don't know what that is, boutonniere, and women wear it on the right, similar to a brooch. There's also a myth that only members of the royal family are allowed to wear theirs on the right. This isn't true. However, none of these are correct way to, to wear your poppy. The best way to wear one is simply with pride. Oh, that's there a you very go. good point. Well made by the British Legion. It's unbelievable when you. Um, we were sort of saying before about the the bravery of of, of of the people of that generation to go and do that amazing thing, and right through uh, to you know to to, to modern day um, people who actually do that job, sign up and do that job. And I I've done a few things. I've been out to Afghanistan to do comedy, you know, uh, uh, various other Falklands. Done a Falklands mm. gig once upon a time. That was an odd. That was a, that's an odd place. Mm. A lot of penguins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of penguins. Cold, freezing. Penguins and and British servicemen. And, and did you go on a fan, not a fancy plane, but a, a... you go on the RAF? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, weirdly, you go you go to Ascension Islands, uh-huh. uh, which is about seventeen hours, eighteen hours, on like a sort of an old jumbo jet, like a like. So it sort of looks like what you're used to, right? But it's a bit dilapidated. And then you get on. Someone will know the exact. Uh, specifications of the flight but you get on another aeroplane uh, maybe a Hercules or something like that one of those sort of things where you're sat just around the edge and in the middle just a massive Chinook helicopter and in just, the middle? yeah yeah helicopter. It, in the middle it's just there you're in basically the cargo section of the aeroplane it's the whole aeroplane it's not like comfy. what can you tell me what the movie is like there's, no, not, there's none of that sit. is there a hot towel no you just literally sit there and uh and, and and in the middle is a, either a jeep or a, or a helicopter. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they transport the uh, transport as well as people. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then you land and you just get off and yeah, walk. And you don't you don't have to take the helicopter. No, the no, there's, somebody does that. Right. Yeah, you're not in charge of any of that. No. But it's kind of funny, like because you, you, there's it's, there's weird like dark sense of humour, of course, that they that they get out there. Where I remember one point as we flew, there was a moment. This was Afghanistan where we flew um, into. Um, dangerous airspace there's only about half an hour or maybe 20 minutes of dangerous airspace where they turn the lights off and then everyone puts the helmet on obviously it's that, that's that part of their rules and I, and I said to the guy next to me I was like what's this bit for you he went oh we're just going through the I don't know if it's Iranian or uh, Afghanistan uh, uh, but it's, 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 this is the dangerous sort of uh, oh. airspace that we're not supposed to be in to get to Camp Bastion <gasps> and I was like oh right and I said why, why are you putting your, why are you putting the helmet on though like Surely you should sit on it, like if anything, because it's going to be coming from 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 down there. He was like, "Yeah, I never thought about that." <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, it's a very odd. It's very, it's very odd. But I got to go in the cockpit and everything, and, oh. and sort of see it. Uh, and it's pitch black. You know, like obviously when you fly your commercial jet, um, when you're in a you know a normal airplane, 
all the lights are on, there's somebody waving them in, all that. This yeah. is these guys just land just there's just nothing. It's just pitch black and then yeah. suddenly just a little light. We're here. Oh crikey, I do not don't know how they do it. Oh, don't know how they do I've it. I've been in a cockpit before. Have you? Back in the olden days when I had a very, very beautiful friend and the, all of a sudden the air stewardess, it was like a film, you know, she came, she went, would you two like to go into the cockpit? Like, obviously oh. the pilot had clocked my mate. And, uh, <laughs> let's get them up. Classic. And, uh, yeah. And then we went in and we wouldn't do that now anyway. Not now. No. doesn't matter how beautiful your no. mate is. No. You're not getting in the cockpit. <laughs> That's it. That's, uh, <clears throat> there you go. Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. I just remembered uh, from a text earlier that came in uh, that they saw me in Yeovil three years ago. You know, mm-hmm. The person in front that I was mentioning before. I remember that gig, and I remember um, saying, a, "Did a, I did a joke that night that I'd done in several places, but I did a joke that night that um, the mayor ended up like complaining about in the local paper, and I'm not controversial." That well, shouldn't happen. I said, because it's a bit of a weird place, Yeovil. Yeah. And uh, all I said was this. And it's a compliment, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> he says. I said, um, what I've found in this country is that the, um, I didn't use the word worse, but I'll, I'll use that for the radio. The worse the place, the worse the town or city in this country, the better the people. Mm-hmm. And there are no better people than the people of Yeovil. Fine. I mean, that's a compliment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a gag in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Mayor didn't like it. <laughs> said it's a fine place. I was like, I'm sure it is. I'm not. People are so weird. You know, you're like, yeah. I've said this in other places. Yeah. I don't mean it. I'm just making it up. I said it in places like Harrogate. And that's. Yeah. Just, just a bit of a laugh, mate. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just chill out. Christ. Wow. Who, who has, who's got that much time in the day? Uh, let's have a little look what you're doing today. Uh, a few people texting him. On my way to get a replacement pram, as ours is deemed too squeaky. <laughs> That's what I've By said who, there. the baby? <laughs> By the wife, he says, to be fair. Uh, it's a two-hour round trip. Imagine the baby was like, no, this is. The, I'm not getting to sleep in this at all. I, s- I wonder if the next one is going to be just as squeaky and then they're going to realise <laughs> it wasn't the pram, the baby squeaks. <laughs> yes, baby's got a pet mouse. Uh, Tony, good morning, Jason. I'm meeting up with the lads from Queen's Lancashire Regiment for Remembrance Sunday in Chorley. Wishing everyone a safe and happy Remembrance Sunday. There's a lot of people uh, out getting ready today. Hi, Jason. I'm putting on my face and my medals uh, to get ready to parade with my furry hero, Travis the Black Labrador. He served seven years uh, with the Vet Corps and saved hundreds of lives in Afghanistan as an arms explosive search dog. Wow. I tell you what, it comes to something when even dogs are braver oh. than me. I mean, an, yeah. an actual dog is has done more for society than anything. Hardworking dog. Any any one of us three in this room have ever done. I, oh, I that's love amazing. The fact that a dog's got a job, don't you? It's just great, isn't it? Oh, well done, Travis. Good work. Good work. Um, uh, who else is out and about? Uh, good morning. I'm getting ready. This is Scott in Melton Mowbray to take my one-week-old grandson to his very first Remembrance Day parade, starting as we mean to go on. That's great. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Say breakfast gravy again, Sally. That was hot. When, you, when were you talking about breakfast gravy? Toby oh. Carvery. Toby Carvery. Oh, Toby Carvery. Yeah, yeah, breakfast gravy. Breakfast. What about breakfast Yorkie? Is that hot? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what. I don't know what. Maybe they're just. Maybe the gravy's hot. Maybe yeah. Not. Ma- oh, oh, that perhaps he's having breakfast gravy. and It was hot. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Yeah. Oh, and I took it as a. Re- I, I mean, <laughs> I was complimented by that momentarily. <laughs> I think it was a compliment. I don't. I, although you are presuming it's a bloke there, which is. It's not. It doesn't put a well, name. Well, it could. Yeah, yeah. But I'm guessing it is. It's the sort of th- weird thing a bloke would say. Oh, breakfast gravy. Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so we're talking. I was I wanted to talk about bravery this mm-hmm. morning. Bravery, brave things. Now, obviously, remember it's Sunday, where we uh, honour the very bravest uh, in uh, in our society. I am. Um, when you're face to face with bravery, it's quite humbling. It's quite. It makes you realise how not brave you are. Right. About maybe five years ago, I was on tour and uh, and I broke my ankle. And uh, I'd cancelled a load of gigs 
because obviously I'm doing stand up and I couldn't stand up, so I sort of cancelled a lot of gigs. And uh, but one of the things I had was um, it was in there, and it was for the soldiers' charity uh, down in London. And so I thought I can't, I can't cancel that. So you know, obviously I went down and 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 did my appearance. And in the green room while we were waiting, I met a guy called Corporal Andy Reed, who some people will know him. He's from St Helens, unbelievable bloke. Uh, written a book, phenomenal story about uh, you know. Uh, but fighting in uh, in Iraq and all these places, and uh, he lost both his legs and an arm in uh, in conflict, and uh, has got prosthetic limbs now. This guy's unbelievable. Like he's climbed uh, the big one in Blackpool. He's he's jumped out of airplanes for charity. Like unbelievable things that he does to raise money for charity. He essentially does things with no legs that I do not do with two legs. Like he's amazing bloke, and we're pals now. But this was the first time I met him. And we're sat there in this green room. And uh, as, as I said, as, I, as I've done some stuff with the, uh, the, the, the troops over the years, I know they, they, they like a good war story. So they've, if they've got a story, they often, you know, mm. want to tell it. So I just said to him, I said, what? What's your story, man? What, what, what's happened here? And he told me, he, he wrote a book about it. So it's all out there if you, ever, if you ever fancy an amazing read. And it was an unbelievable story of bravery. It was darkly funny in places. It was just amazing. And he mm. spent seven or eight minutes telling me exactly what had happened. Landmines and crikey, all sorts of things. And I was just like, wow, just sat there, just sort of reflective, like amazing. It was unbelievable. And then there was a moment of quiet. And then he looked at me and then he looked down at my ankle in its plaster cast. And he, because he's a nice bloke, he said, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to say, in that moment, I thought to myself, wow, I wish I'd have gone first. Because <laughs> there's nothing worse than looking a genuine hero in the eye and saying, I just slipped outside of Asda. <laughs> Like I was putting a trolley back, it was raining. <laughs> I went, bang. That's what happened to me. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Sally Ann Hayward is my guest this morning. A brilliant comic who was in the bath last night's bath. Uh, and is uh, performing in the Northwest this weekend. Uh, you can follow uh, Sally on Twitter. Yeah, at Sally, Sally Ann Hayward. No, e, there's no e though. No e, but apparently I, I might be able to put that back, put that in again with the <sighs> new configuration of Twitter. Two hundred eighty characters. Yeah, I, I think I think they spoiled Twitter. Do you think the last it? thing I want to see is double what Donald Trump has to think has to say for himself <laughs> really for morning? <laughs> yeah. It's the brevity of Twitter. That's what was and no, and it, and appealing you put about some, it. And that, actually, you could put a bit of work into it, couldn't you? Because you, it was too long, so you think, all right, well, I've got to trim yeah, I'll that redo down. That, yeah. yeah, take out a few bits and bobs. Yeah. yeah, and you worked out how to make things a bit more succinct. Yeah, I think they might have spoiled it a bit there. I think a woman's bought it. <laughs> We've got more to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think Donald Trump would have been banned. I think if a woman oh, had yeah, bought yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've been talking this. We talked about dreams this morning, weren't we? We were talking mm -hmm. about. Uh, uh, wasted dreams. They're your not... dream, your safari thing icon. You lost it in your dream. Oh right, yeah. Was Sorry, safari? I was like, I was like, what? What, what am I talking about? about? Safari. Did Where's I she dream going about now? a safari? <laughs> I was like, oh, you mean the safari icon to get onto the internet on a MacBook? Yes. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember there being any animals in my what on earth. <laughs> Sometimes I do links that I have no idea what I said though. So I'm like, it could have been your face. I was just like looking at her like, was this a different show? <laughs> I've never been on a safari. <laughs> so we're talking about wasted dreams. And we had lots of uh, messages in this morning. Uh, Colin says, I dreamt I had uh, tissue paper pulled through my left nostril for over an hour. When I awoke, I couldn't breathe. Oh, I could, I could breathe. breathe. I could breathe yeah, more clearly. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a weird dream, isn't it's it? It's helpful. I don't know. Is it? Um, morning, Chase. Uh, this is from Cara. Not a wasted dream as such, but have you ever had a... Saucy dream, she says. Very radio friendly mm. way of saying saucy. that. Saucy Carry dream, on. Oh, matron. Yes, <laughs> with someone in that you know you shouldn't uh, be having that type of dream with. I did, and for four years I couldn't even face that person in the school playground for fear he'd had the same dream. I doubt that would have the same dream. To be it's honest. unlikely, but yeah. I know I know what she means. That's though. fine as well, as long as it's you know, as long as you're not the teacher. Yes, I think that's or totally the, yeah. fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure Cara wasn't. Um, but yeah, I, I, that that can happen sometimes. Sometimes you can have a dream. I once had a dream of uh, about Wills and Kate, uh, where we were horse riding. I've never been horse riding in my life. We were horse riding, and um, I woke up and I genuinely like felt like we were mates. And then I was a bit gutted that I'd yeah. like lost these friends that I never knew. And I'm doing Royal Variety next week, <gasps> in a couple of weeks' time, and they're there. And I feel like they're we're, like, all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, no, we're not mates. Well. No, right. no, 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 you're not. No, no I'm not. trying to. I'm trying to find a way to make you friends, and no, no there's no way. I better not. I better not. Uh, we got Angus on the uh, on the line uh, this morning. Uh, hello, Angus. Hello. Where are we? Oh, there he is. Hello, pal. How old are you? I'm twelve. Twelve years old. And where are you calling from, Angus? Uh, calling from Rygate. Rygate. Okay, pal. Uh, so tell us, uh, what's what's the what weird dream have you had, mate? Well, I keep on having dreams that I've been flying, but. When you're in dreams, it feels like you're swimming instead of flying. I've also had lots of dreams oh. that I was Harry Potter and I kept on breaking my wand, which was very frustrating. Oh, <laughs> oh. how annoying. Wow. What, did you get replacement ones? I don't know. I, I has, I'm still oh. waiting to accept my place in Hogwarts, though. <laughs> I know what you mean about the flying swimming thing, though. That that is a popular. Yeah. that's a popular one, isn't it? So, and where you're flying to? Do you know where you're flying to in your dreams? No. Yeah. No, just just randomly going for a fly swim, fly swim. Yeah. Probably walking my know. dog or something. Oh. Well, feels, ha- feels quite nice, though, doesn't it, when you fly swim in a dream? Yeah, it's a lovely thing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Have you? Have you? Have, would you ever do a, a skydive or anything like that, Angus? Uh, no, unless I, you know, no. I don't want the parachute to break because that'd be pretty annoying. Well, it'd be more than annoying, yeah. It'd be one of the, probably one of the last annoying things that ever happened. <laughs> uh, well, unless you, of course, in the mi- middle of game of uh, middle of game of Quidditch, uh, and you'd be <laughs> looking totally for fine. your wand still. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, thanks for ringing, Angus. Thank you. See you now. Bye, bye, bye. bye. Uh, there you go, Angus uh, on the line this morning, uh, having dreams about. Breaking his wand. I mean, I'm sure if an expert would come up with something. Uh, eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you're up and about, Sally's not joining in. Sally. I don't know. What, She's trying to work out what an expert would think with a broken wand. I don't know what that is. Well, well, it's definitely something. There's definitely that. some deep, deep, there very always deep is. meaning. There always is that. for those people with made up jobs. I know. Like dream experts, for dream. example. Catching dreams, <laughs> catching them with their bits of net, and then they get onto their crystals when they realise there's not enough money in dreams. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Are you a fan of the bacon sandwich? I, I do like a bacon sandwich, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. A bacon sandwich. You can't not. What's your perfect bacon sandwich? Crispy bacon. Mm. I don't like. Well, if if the fat's on it, it needs to be really well cooked. Yeah. If they're get, if yeah, I just get rid of me. Yeah, and I get. Otherwise, the fat needs to come off. And bread? What bread? White. It's got to be white bread. I think white bread, bacon. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Brown sauce. Butter. Ooh, definitely butter. Yeah. I'm a red sauce guy. Ah. Yeah. No. Well, listen to this guy. This fella has won uh, an award after tirelessly reviewing bacon sandwiches. <laughs> Uh, Steve Grice uh, says you need white bread and it should be nice and dense. Uh, he's just won a new pork-based award for dedicating two years of reviewing bacon sandwiches. Steve from Newport in Shropshire adores the British classic. Uh, if available, he'll have a bacon sarnie on one of his weekend outings with the Newport Shropshire Cycling Club, the NSCC. I, was, I, mean, I didn't have to tell you that. Uh, the 46-year-old posts, reviews and snaps of his mid-ride lunches to Facebook. Uh, he garnered respect, so much so uh, that he's been recognised by a major trade body for his outstanding services to Bacon. Wow. He's got an OSB. Uh, as the NSCC's <laughs> annual dinner last Saturday, Steve was presented with a letter from Love Pork, thanking him for his dedication. He was also given a pair of limited-edition sausage-themed boxer shorts and a squeezy stress pig. You, you would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got. I can see so many questions. I know. I don't, it's just too. It's too much going love, on. For starters, who are love pork? I don't know who any of these people are. Oh. I don't know what the NSCC is. I don't know why he was given a squeezy stress pig. The dinner is quite a big deal 
It's not, Steve, but fair enough. Uh, there are about 250 people in our club and it's been going on for many years. There are various awards and this year I was given a special one when they started talking about bacon sandwiches. I realised what was going on. I just love them. I just love bacon sandwiches and I want to find the best one and spread the word. I suppose it's nice for people to see that. Love Pork is part of AHDB Pork, the body responsible for enhancing and supporting the English pig farming industry. It falls under the wider framework AHDB, which is Britain's Agricultural and Horticulture Board. After learning of Steve's exploits, Love Pork heard of of marketing, saw fit, ahead of marketing, saw fit to reward him and contacted the club. There you go. So that's that's what's going on in the world. What's next for him? Who knows? I don't know where you go after that. I don't, that's it. Peaked. Porked. He's porked. He literally has. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start reviewing bacon butties. I want a squeezy stress pig. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Sally, guess what I'm doing this week? Um. Oh. I'm obviously gigging and stuff like eating, you. Eating, gigging. Doing and, a lot of eating. Yeah, the, sleeping. Hopefully. Less less so of that. Right, okay. Friday, mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be performing on Strictly. <gasps> it takes two. Not the, uh, not, I know, I know, it's not the proper one. Uh, <laughs> but it's still, it, I still I love Strictly. It's a great show, isn't it? I think I just love it because I can watch it with my, my, my kids. My kids love it as well. They love all the dancing. and. It's never going to go out of fashion either, is it? Because it's a very... Positive. People, I think watching people learn how to do something yeah. is the best bit of that show. Watching somebody go from just well, it's fun because uh, Susan Coleman's in it uh, this year, mm-hmm. and uh, I know Susan from you know the comedy circuit. So, so it's quite fun to a to watch her do it, but also on Facebook, on our personal Facebook, mm-hmm. sort of getting the inside oh, gosh really? and the info oh, really? and stuff. Yeah, and what it's is great. it? What it's is the inside? Well. Of- I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't betray. It's uh, just one, just one bit. Basically, yeah. her feet hurt a lot. That's that's mainly that's a lot Gosh, of the subjects. Yeah, that's, that is that's that's. Uh, so, here's a little bit. Here's a little bit of uh, information that you didn't mm-hmm. know. I was once signed up for Strictly. And what happened? Um, well, my twins came early. Uh, my twin daughters came, were born so earlier than that. I know. Can you believe it? Uh, they came earlier than expected, so I I, I cancelled uh, to because my my wife at the time wasn't very well and stuff like that. So I cancelled it all. But um, but yeah, I was signed up. I was ready were, to do it. Were you? Had you practiced? No, you hadn't was, started the training. You no, just signed up. This was like eight years ago, uh, and uh, I was ready. I was ready. And if opportunity knocked again, well, I don't know. Oh. Is the answer? Oh. I don't know. I mean, out of all of them, that's the one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather do that than eating kangaroo testicles or whatever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do that anyway, don't you? Well, I mean, when in Rome. Um, but no, I, 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 that's the that's the one that seems the most yeah. fun. Also, unlike um, the the dancing on ice, there seems less risk of death. You know yes. what I mean? That one looks. That one just looks like you're going to get your fingers chopped off, or Torvald's just going to go mad at you. Uh, you know, oh, man, yeah. just yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not but sure. well, Craig Revel. Yeah, but then all you're going to do is just get a bit of a verbal beating, yeah, I can take aren't that. you? Yeah, I yeah. Can take that. And you expect it as well. You're ready for that, really. But him, there's no you? comeback because you're still out of breath from your dancing. So you can't even. You can't, you've got all your heckle put downs, but you're like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say another thing, right? Because you're. <laughs> what can you say? What can you drag you say? up the stairs? Yeah, it's too late. They? Off you go. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've had a laugh, haven't we? We've had a lovely bit time. Of, bit of fun, bit of fun. Um, there was a, uh, a story in the paper this week that made me laugh. Uh, a Canadian man fined for loudly singing Everybody Dance Now. That's harsh, isn't it? He was fined. Fined, yeah. A Canadian man is contesting. He's contesting it. He's having, he's having none of it. It wasn't loud. It wasn't even that loud, hey? Uh, a £90 ticket for screaming in public places after being caught singing in his car. No, you're allowed in your car. Yeah. I think that's fine, isn't it? I would have, yeah, I would have thought so. I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind bringing fines to my neighbours when they're a bit loud. Yeah, that's different, yeah. I think. Uh, the tune that got him grooving and in trouble was CNC Music Factory's 90s smash hit... Gonna make you sweat. Everybody dance now. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, Tahufik Mahala, 38, was driving near his suburban Montreal home on the 27th of September when police pulled him over. They asked him for identification and whether he had been screaming. He said, no, I was singing. <laughs> it's actually in quotation marks here. No, I said, 
I was singing. Oh. You can imagine that's what he said. No, that's not shouting. That's not screaming. I was singing the refrain, everybody dance now. But it wasn't loud enough to disturb anybody. The Montreal man has been on his way to the grocery shop, uh, grocery store, to buy a bottle of water, probably for his throat, I imagine. I love all these this attention to details. Lots of details, yeah. isn't it? I know. Suburban. It's, all, it's almost like somebody had a word count. Yeah. At, uh... <laughs> to eke it out. Twitter happened again yeah, and again. Exactly. Mr. Moala told CTV News that he was shocked by the ticket. He did not think his singing merited a fine. I feel a bit sorry for him. Yeah, but, I mean, I reckon I could. I think I would agree if they tried to find me. Have you got? My, a, oh, have you yeah. got a terrible singing voice? You know, people say there's no such thing as being tone deaf, and I think well, there is. <laughs> yes. Do you want? You want me to put you through it? And 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 you're fined because of it. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain. I, I love guess. a sing song in a car, though. Yeah. Sometimes I tell you what I really like when you listen to a radio station, and uh, for example, Absolute Radio, and uh, you're singing along to one of the songs, and you pull up at traffic lights, and you look over. And they're listening to the same station singing the same song. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's like a little duet. I love you that. Catch their eye. And then one of you carries on and the other one just <laughs> yes. moves away. Awkward. £90 fine. Shocking stuff, that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, where can people uh, see you next, Sally? See me next. Um, um, having a roast today somewhere. <laughs> having a roast dinner. Following um, you around Manchester. Yep, generally for the day, and then <laughs> they can follow me as far as heat is. Oh, I don't know. Heat and I'll guess heat and more. Yep, that's the one there. <laughs> <laughs> Up to Stockport. <laughs> then um, Didsbury. Oh crap! Got that one right tonight. Yeah. Two gigs. Uh huh. Oh, I love a double yeah. bubble. Nothing like a double bubble on a Sunday. Oh. Thank you, that's good. That sounds like Rob Riley all written all over him. Uh, tell me uh, where people can follow you uh, online and that, not in real life. At Sally Ann Hayward, but drop the E with the Sally, oh, yeah, because it's, oh. it's too long a name, turns out. Too long and, a name for and, But not now, not if you start now. I know. But now they've changed the rules of Twitter. But, but with the name, though, have they changed the I think rules? The, I think you're now allowed 50 characters <gasps> in your name. Could yeah, change it. Oh, there we go. It. I'll do that. Do that before my roast. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and uh, so make sure you do that. Sally is, uh, as I've said repeatedly throughout the evening, uh, one of the best comics in the in the country. So make sure you stick. Um, st- just follow her. She's great. Uh, is there anything online? What can people watch online of yours? There's bits on um, bits on YouTube. Yeah. I think there's my website, um, sallyannhayward.co.uk. Perfect. There you go. That's what we want. That's yeah. what we're after. That's what we're after. Uh, next week on the show. Uh, we've got uh, we've got Peter K. No. Yeah, that's that's you're, you're like the warm up. Brilliant for Peter. I'm going to put that on my. Put, I mean, I'd put that on a poster <laughs> yeah. all day long. Uh, so if you've got any questions for Peter for next week, uh, then do uh, get in touch on the Absolute uh, Radio uh, website either by email or by uh, Twitter at Absolute Radio. Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.